Welcome to Own the Microphone. Join me, Bridget McGowan, an award-winning international professional speaker and owner of the independent publishing company, BMAC Talks Press. Welcome, 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 everybody, to today's episode. I have with me today the one, the only, Malika Gupta. She is a transformational coach. She's a speaker and author who is on a mission to catalyze 10,000 women by the year 2025, especially immigrant and expat spouses, to make a comeback in career and life after their international move. Malika has been a guest speaker on several women leadership podcasts and business summits. She speaks on embracing uncertainty and victory through her story as a woman of color and as an expatriate, right? Most recently, Malika authored a chapter in the book. Oh, I love this book, Redesign Your Nine to Five, published by my publishing company, BMAC Talks Press. The book features 50 of the most ambitious entrepreneurs and business owners from around the world, and Malika is one of those, those ambitious persons. Now, here's an interesting fact for you. I knew this beforehand, and it's actually one of the factoids that drew me to Malika. She is also a patent licensing analyst and is a double master's degree holder in biotechnology and patent management. They come from Chicago Kent College of Law, and she has worked with Fortune 500 American corporations. She just is the full package. Malika, welcome. Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction, Bridget. It's an honor to be here with you. Yeah, you know how I feel about you. You and I have had a couple of conversations about speaking, about Black Lives Matter, about life in general. So I'm excited to talk about this topic, which is incredibly passionate for me or an incredible passion for me, and that's effective public speaking. Now, you and I were also talking about a keynote that I did this morning and the trials and triumphs of teaching and learning and coaching and presenting in a virtual world. So I, you know, and it's not going away anytime soon. So that's where I want our conversation to focus today because everybody has questions about how do you do it and how do you do it right? So the first question for you is what is your number one strategy for presenting in an online environment? This can be a webinar. It can be a virtual meeting. We're talking about Zoom, WebEx. It doesn't matter. If you're presenting virtually, what's the number one tip that you have for our listeners that, that, Helps everything just go off without a hitch, maybe. <laughs> well, there are a couple of couple of things I, w- I would like to touch on that. Uh, first of all, make sure that the link is working as we were talking <laughs> on the on the on the uh, before our uh, you know the starting of the interview. Make sure that link is working and your attendees have the correct link uh, on the day of presentation. Of course, the slides are important. Have the slides, have the pointers. But here's 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 some other important things, which are background. Your background is so important because when you are on a virtual world, everything gets magnified. You know, you just you just see the space. You don't see the entire person. Uh, and so when you are looking at the screen and there are like 50 attendees or maybe 100 or 200 attendees, that's all they can see. So make sure your background is decluttered it looks professional it doesn't has to be this glamorous you know thing just like said against a white wall that's fine uh second lighting 
lighting is so important. Again, you don't have to have a ring light. You don't have to expend $100. Just make sure that you are sitting across a large window or you're making sure that the lighting is on your face. Because no matter how great your presentation is, if these two basic things are not correct in a virtual world, it's very hard to impress people and forget about selling from the stage, you know, if these two things are not even correct. Third thing which I would like to say is that have the title of your presentation on the slide. Like, because I have attended so many conferences, Bridget, you know, these past three months and and these are happening like on the same day. So there are like five virtual conferences happening on the same day. So I'm like in Zoom link and out of the Zoom link within five minutes. And if I don't know what your presentation is all about and I'm confused, you have lost my interest. I am not going to buy your stuff for sure because I'm confused. Uh, so, yeah, that, that definitely will be my first three pointers. You remind me of some conversations that I had with some doctoral students at New Jersey City University last week. And uh, for those listening, uh, that conversation would have taken place, I think, maybe in July, late July. So not that it matters, but I'm a stickler for details. At any rate, we talked about almost the exact same thing you just shared. And we talked about it in terms of the ABCs of presenting virtually. The first one we touched on was attire. And, you know, right, because that's all they're seeing. Like you said, it's from the shoulders up or from the chest up and you want to give the impression that you are put together you're professional you care it's okay if you've got on pajamas beneath the camera lens right but at least in the view where they can see you you want to give them kind of impression you want your audience to get. The B was background, like you said. It doesn't have to be some professional setup. Like you said, it can just be a blank white wall. You don't have to get fancy, go get green screens and all of that type stuff. And then the next thing we talked about was the C. C stood for camera and content. In terms of camera, we talked about lighting and making sure it's in front of you, not over to the side, not behind you, because if it's behind you, you're just this black blob on the screen. And then we talked about content and then just making sure, like you said, have your title slide up there so people know what 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 is this session. And then the content also is almost the easy part. That's the part that just just comes naturally to you. But taking care of small details, like what you have on, and there are certain colors that look better. Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, for the keynote that I did this morning, I had on a fuchsia and uh, coral top, and it looks I actually was debating wearing pink or fuchsia or blue. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to wear something which is in like, which has brighter colors. So I so much agree that the color is so important. I mean, this virtual world has changed the parameters and, you know, and it has gone beyond bullet points and slides or white background on my presentation. Uh, And it's so important. Also the energy, energy of the speaker. Yes. You know, because you have to understand that when an attendee can just see this much, right? Your energy is so much important. And 
and it's it's so exhausting bridget when you are attending so many conferences virtually being on the computer is so exhausting so if if the speaker is like dull and is just like you know a talking head and just reading from the presentation yeah i don't care if you're the world's greatest speaker i would just zone out yeah Well, and you have to think Texas, Molika, is what I like to say. Think Texas when you're presenting online, and that means everything is bigger. The yeah. gestures are bigger. The energy is bigger. Because the way I'm sitting here talking to you is not what I would do if you and I were physically together, face-to-face, physically distanced, in a <laughs> coffee shop talking to each other, right? So think Texas. Everything's bigger. The smiles are bigger. The mm-hmm. gestures are bigger. The emotions must be bigger because you're having to make up for this deficit exactly. that is in place because of the lack of physical connection. And you have to try to bridge that gap. And that's how you do it, by turning everything up to a 10. And let me talk about those colors because I know people are interested in what colors look great on camera. What colors look great on camera? And this doesn't mean you have to wear this every single time you're on camera, okay? But just so you know, what I have on right now, which is black everybody, which is what I wear almost on a daily basis, does not look great on camera. These are the colors that look great. And Molika was spot on. Royal blue, yeah. green, more of the Kelly green family, not forest green, but just kind of a Uh, almost like a football field green if you will purple or violet closer to the purple hue less violet uh you want a warmer purple color and then the fourth color that looks great on camera is going to be coral fuchsia in that family so royal blue green purple and then a coral or a fuchsia type color solids look great on camera and i hate that i don't have that on one of those colors on I did earlier but those are going to pop on screen you're going to look so fantastic and now when you watch the news i want you to start looking and yeah. seeing what what person stands out especially when they have the panel discussions you're going to notice those colors are the ones that look outstanding on screen Yeah. What's something we talked about some things that you should do. Making sure you have the title slide up, making sure that you have the right background. We talked about some do's. What are some don'ts? What should you absolutely never ever do in an online environment under any circumstances? <laughs> I have so much to say about that. <laughs> First of all, don't make your attendees wait. So I've seen on so many Facebook lives and webinars and workshops. Let's wait for a minute more to let more attendees come on the hop on the call. Don't do that. You have given a time for the people who are there, right? And they are there for a reason. So they had made that time and they they checked the Zoom link five minutes before all of that. Respect. Be respectful of the attendees. They are already there. Because I'll tell you something. People who made that time. prior 5 minutes prior are your buyers the rest of the people who are and again i understand there are people who are trying to figure out the technology they might have hit the wrong link but that's okay they can you know you can always address them as they enter in the room but then don't make the people already there wait because then it's very disrespectful and i just think that you don't care about me being there <laughs> so that that's my first no the second no is that make sure that you are interacting with your audience and when i say interacting and and i i was i was just giving you an example bridget that i'm attending this large conference and 
so there are like multiple sessions happening on the same day so there are like 50 sessions happening so we are in and out as an attendee like really quick and because these speakers have paid to speak they have like 20 minutes or 45 minutes of their speaking time so they might not have time to answer our questions so in 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 one of the presentations i actually asked a question and the presenter never addressed that she never said that you know what we can connect later on or this is the time i have and as an attendee i felt ignored so here's my quick tip if you don't have the time to address their questions make sure you're taking the questions prior uh, to the event or you are addressing on the presentations and look i cannot answer your questions right now here's my email id reach out to me and i'll make sure that i'm reaching out to everyone or if you have a sponsor booth in a conference or in an event make sure you're passing out your booth link to the people who have questions because remember people who have questions buy stuff <laughs> um that will be definitely my two notes and when we say people who do this or do that are your buyers we also mean you may be thinking to yourself i'm not selling anything what are you talking about no 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 yes we mean bu- they're your buyers literally but they're also your buyers in figurative figuratively yeah. in terms of they're the ones buying into your message buying into your ideas buying into you so oh, you yeah. may not have a physical product or a physical or an actual service that you offer you personally but maybe you're representing a company that has that oh yes yes absolutely exactly when i say buying or you know buying means buying your message buying you as a speaker you know buying you as an authority builder who's out there who's actually having a message to the which is the presentation's agenda that's what buying into means and 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 so when you are respectful of those people their comments their their questions you know their everything in the comment section because remember in the virtual world that is all we have we have this little comment box and we want to make sure that our audiences are getting engaged in that and the fastest way to get engaged in that bridget is to make sure that they are typing into comments they are not just listening passively they are actually interacting and if you have and again here's here's a here's a little quick tip which i learned the hard way get someone hired or at least or maybe if you can ask a friend to assist you in moderating the chats that is such a you know that was i'm like like this is why did i thought this earlier i'm like okay i will uh, and if like, you like but you know what malika i don't i i'm just starting out as a business or as a speaker i don't have anybody don't worry if you have your members a fan which has been a long time with you ask them reach out to them can you please assist me in moderating the chat for that virtual workshop you have no idea how amazing and how beautiful that is to have someone to share the links to type in the chat and also as a host you need someone to tell you that listen your your uh, your video is not operating your slides are not moving right so uh, that is a humongous uh, yes or the tip that you can get someone who can moderate the chats if you don't do anything else like malika has said if you don't do anything else make sure that you ask someone to moderate for you i have done the same and i've done the same for others i had a girlfriend where she had oh my goodness hundreds of people registered for a webinar and i i reached out and i said listen i know you didn't ask me but i am offering 
if you would like for me to moderate for you and feel free to say no, but I am offering that up because I know what that's like to try to present, keep an eye on the chat, make sure there aren't any, any questions and problems with technology. Is everybody hearing me? So on and so forth. So, oh, Respect the chat box is all we can say on that one. Right? <laughs> the chat box. Yes, and it is such a relief as a host. And don't think that I have just five people on my virtual workshop on my webinar. Don't. It doesn't matter, you know, because if, even if that there's one person, and because you can't do multitasking when you are speaking, you cannot be on the chat, right? If you're on the chat, you can't focus on on your presentation. So it's a great tip. And if you feel like, well, you know what? Who's gonna support me? If you have a customer or a or a, or a loyal fan or or somebody who who really likes or appreciates your work, right? Just tell them, you know what? Just thank you for helping me out. I, I I want to offer you 30 minutes free session as a gift, just as a just as a so that you don't feel bad about it and they don't feel taken advantage of, you know. Yes. So yeah, you can always be creative around getting people <laughs> helping you on the chat. Yeah, and if you decide to uh, help someone, or I'm going to recommend you offering to assist with moderating because then it gives you a behind the scenes look at this virtual presentation world and all of a sudden you're, you're paying attention to small details. You're, you're keeping an eye and make sure the slides are advancing. You're keeping an eye on the chat and checking to make sure there are no technical problems and if they're, that you're able to try to fix them. It gives you another vantage point and I think another level of appreciation it takes to present in the virtual world. And you're keeping an eye on the chat, also trying to pay attention to the presentation and pick up on some ideas for how to make your presentation fantastic. So you don't always have to be the one presenting to sharpen those virtual presentation skills. You could be the person who's doing the moderating. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that is, that is such a, that is such a relief. And, and just a quick, another note, which just came on top of my head that make sure your internet connection is not sloppy. Listen, guys and gals and, you know, boys and girls, it's such a lame excuse to be as a speaker or to be, you know, on the conference as a, you know, person who's speaking and saying, well, I'm sorry, my internet is, is just slow today. Don't listen. We are living in a virtual world, you know, get your technology straightened out a day before or maybe a week before. Make sure you have all those, you know, boosters. I don't know what the internet connection, because you just, it's, 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 as an organizer, as, as, as a person, you know, who is looking out for speakers, I just, it just, it's difficult for me to digest that you don't have your internet connection sorted out when you know, know we are living in a virtual world. Yeah. It took it happening to me one time, time for me to make sure I had a backup with my Wi-Fi. If you have your Wi-Fi, great, but and working in this virtual world, Having a spot yourself can be your saving grace because all of a sudden, if your internet becomes unstable for a second, and funny enough, mine came on for a second. So I'm looking for my phone. Where is my phone? <laughs> like, switch to my hide, right? <laughs> but that's, it's, see, it's fine, Bridget, if, if it gets unstable as we are talking because there are so many people are logging on the Zoom and it's just overload. But here's the thing. I, I, I was attending a conference. It was a speaking conference and they gave attendees a minute. So they had, chance to talk for a minute and the winner would get prizes 
and that person was a shortlisted candidate in that speaking competition and because of the internet he couldn't present his talk and he lost out of the competition and and that was my and, and we as as a supporter couldn't do anything because we just couldn't go out there and you know fix his internet and so that's my tip that you know if things are happening on your side right which is of course you know which you can control uh make sure that that, that is definitely on your checklist when you are uh preparing for yourself as a speaker yeah i find making sure you have that backup plan and omg and it just puts you higher on the list of yeah. of being a polished speaker something else i want you is to look into becoming an e certified speaker if you will a certified virtual presenter especially if you're already toying with the idea of being a professional speaker on the side that gives you some cachet because now you've proven that you understand what it takes to present in a virtual world you've gone through whatever checks and balances you have to go through for that organization to issue you that certification so we've talked about talked about having the wifi backup plan but is there any other tech fail that you keep in mind when it comes to the virtual presentation world well right now i just think that if you're zooming is not working you know for example internet is not working there's nothing you can do about that but i'll tell you something if let's just say your slides are not moving your your slides are not showing up you're not able to share your screen have a printouts of all your notes you know i just think that prepare for the worst hope for the great visualize that everything is going to go great but still be smart enough to say you know what what if my slides just doesn't show up you know what if things happen the wrong way so just just get all the printouts ready in front of you i i have printouts for my facebook lives webinars everything uh so that that definitely will be one thing um i would say and then i just think that make sure that so i have met people who are, have this technology hang up in their you know in their heads that i am so bad in technology but as a speaker you know you are the final product technology is there to just assist you right so even if let's just say technology is not operating let's just say zoom link is not working whatever right just don't lose your confidence don't worry about it because you are the final product i'm going to hear bridget from anywhere even if she's speaking on from the top of the himalayas i'm going to go there and listen to her it doesn't matter you know and that's exactly the audiences and your people who are attending they don't care about the 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 things which are not working all they care is that when you are on the camera how much interacting you are how and you are making sure that you are making sure that i as an attendee feel like you are listening to me you know that i am being heard that i am not just one more number in your presentation and that matters and that is really the deal breaker so even if technology fails just keep going keep going and and just to add on i was actually i i heard the story that so on on the stage i think that was from someone that he was presenting on a stage you know remember the world where we didn't had the virtual stages and we were actually <laughs> talking oh, uh, so far away is that world <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know that right so and so the entire the, the lights of the entire city went out so they were presenting in in a you know and the entire city's light was were out and 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 as i you know and this again as something i i heard from the presenter just kept going 
because and now because the 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 room became you know absolutely silent so his voice was echoing so his voice was so loud he just kept going and everything just you know kept moving on he did his presentation everybody was happy and things were just okay and you know just i mean imagine what can you do if the entire city just gets you know something happens or the lights are out you can't do anything but as a speaker remember you are the final product so as long as you are actually delivering the entire thing and you have the agenda that my audience right now is there for me they are giving my time their their time let me get my message out doesn't matter what i don't think any technology fail can suppress you or can demotivate you you're just going to keep going you know like a smooth sail when you said make sure you have your notes printed out your presentation printed out some people may say oh my goodness my my presentation is 90 slides long so on and so forth how about this even if you don't print out all of your presentation which i tend to do that like i i have scripts underneath here of my entire presentation where i don't have the slides printed out but i'll have i'll even show it to you i'll have what the slide is about in big bold letters and then just my notes right so this may have been a 60 sl- slide presentation but it's about six pages of notes where i can glance down if i need to but let's say you don't want to go through that hassle of copy and pasting notes and so on and so forth just grab a post it exactly. yeah. right and yeah. just jot down the five things you plan on covering yes. so as you're it'll jog your memory in the event technology fails and let me tell you this when i tell you you are spot on when you say that you are the product you are spot on let listen listen sports fans there is nothing you can put on a slide or in a slide deck that is fiercer that is bolder that is hotter than anything you and your personality give off and give to the world there's nothing you can put on a slide no image no words no bullet points charts or graphs that is more compelling more interesting sexier okay well maybe not sexier but <laughs> maybe that's going too far but seriously you are the product i'm sure this has happened to you malika where people have said i saw your name on the program didn't even know what you were presenting on but i saw your name and i've seen you present elsewhere i followed you i've listened to your podcast i've so on and so forth i wanted to come see and hear you i don't care if you're talking about underwater basket weaving and for our listeners that's where you want to be you want people to see your name after having seen you before followed followed your body of work read about you listen to your podcast whatever the case may be you want them to just see your name and say oh yes i know that is going to be a good product i'm going to see that that's where you want to be and what you do is you take everything the molecule's been saying you mm-hmm. focus on preparing for the worst but hoping for the greatest you show up and make sure you're interacting you show up and make sure you're giving them all of you absolutely yeah what what's uh, What's something else we need to know about presenting in the virtual world or have we have we hit it all? I would say that so because I've been attending so many virtual conferences and I'm sure that everybody of us is you know I have seen a lot of complainers. So listen the the flip side of if your technology <laughs> fails is that what do you do then? 
Okay. And, and the reason I'm, we are sharing all of this is because to make you creative and to come up with the solutions and so that you don't fall into the complaining mode. Because <laughs> here's the thing, you know, and I'm sure that Bridget has organized many events and she has been host and all of that. As a host and as an organizer, we don't understand that they have so much stress and pressure. And we as an attendee, you know, I don't care if you have paid $97 to attend the VIP ticket or whatever, you know, you have to put yourself in their shoes. You have to understand that each one of us is trying to figure out this stuff. We are trying to navigate this, right? Zoom was not, was not a go-to thing just a month back. Uh, you know, it, it's, it has become a go-to thing now. So you must, you might have learned everything about Zoom meeting, but that does not mean, that does not guarantee that it's going to work on the day of your presentation. It's going to work as you are attending for that webinar workshop. So don't become a complainer, you know, and, and, and make sure. And as, as I, as we were discussing Bridget before that, always remember as a speaker, organizers, people, connectors, networking people, everybody is watching you. Yes. And you never know. And listen, the, People don't book people because they loved your presentation title. People book people because they loved what you are about, your personality, how you are showing up when you think nobody is watching, how you are showing up on those chat section when you are, when you see 50 other people complaining about, oh my God, Zoom link is not working. You know, I paid this much and you were like, and you were that one person who's like, well, if it's not working, I'm going to watch the other presentations or I'm going to just take five minutes of break. Remember, complaining never works. So don't become that person. Even if I understand that the world is like crazy and we have all kinds of stress and tensions, don't, don't do that. And here's, and here's, here's, here's a beautiful thing of being a speaker. Speaker, being a speaker, it builds, it's the fastest way to build trust with your audience. But it is also the fastest way to build trust with your host and the organizer and the podcast host and all the people right out there. So it's it's two way street. So yeah, that that's what I would like to add on that. Being a speaker is the fastest and best way to build trust. I cannot echo that sentiment enough. And I also have to talk a little bit more about what you were saying in terms of sometimes things will fail. And complaining just doesn't get anything done. Bear in mind, these event organizers and event contacts did not wake up the day of their event and say, you know what? We want to put on a crappy virtual event and we're going to make sure nothing works and we're going to make sure none of the links work. Trust and believe they are scurrying behind the scenes wanting this to be a good experience. So extend grace. If something's not working, sounds not working, just quietly message the organizer or whomever and let them know. Uh, but, but the complaining does nothing and no one sets out with the intent of making sure that you have a horrible virtual experience. That's, that's not their game plan. Trust and believe they're really working hard to make it a good experience. They really, really are. So we, we just have to extend grace on on all levels as much as possible especially as we navigate this this world because like you said some of us zoom was uh, we knew zoom like the back of our backs of our hands right a lot of us no big deal what do you mean you don't know what zoom is right and then others are saying i mean what is that some kids game right so uh we're all trying to navigate this new world 
Monica, what's, what's something about you that would surprise our listeners or members of your community? You're, you're, you're just so well-rounded. I'm always impressed when I hang out with you. Well, I feel the same for you. I'm, I'm a fan of your work. So <laughs> it's, it's an embarrassing question for me. Well, uh, I, I, I'm a patent licensing analyst. So that, uh, sorry, I think I'm, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, no. Well, I was about to offer to tell something that is a secret of mine. If you told a secret of Please yours, go ahead. I don't think go I will. Yeah, that will. That will help me to figure out. Will that help? Will that yes. help? Okay. Well, I don't know if this is much of a secret because, yeah, yeah. How about this? Not a secret, but maybe something that would surprise my audience. And I think that's the question that I pose to you, a surprise for the audience. So here it is for... <laughs> And I, oh my goodness, and and not that this is anything that's dreadful or anything like that, but I'm an introvert and people are surprised when I say that because they know me for the energy and lights, camera, action, bring it. And they know me for the presentations where I get on the microphone and I just own it, right? But then when I'm done, I, I'm done. I recharge by being alone in the back of an Uber back in the day and quietly riding to the airport and getting on the plane and just quietly recharging. I would love to talk with my neighbor, but I am so drained from that presentation. I really, really am. So it's not that I'm being antisocial on the plane back in the day. It's just I don't have the strength or energy to muster a good conversation with you. So what would surprise my audiences? And people always disagree with me. No, you're not. You're an extrovert. Eh." No, 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 no. I know when I get on that stage, when I get on that microphone, there is an expectation of me. Mm. from the host, from the contact, from the audience, and I need to deliver. And it's not uncomfortable for me to deliver. I love what I do, but I just, I, I, I flip the switch and I turn it up to level 10 so I can ensure I give you what you came to get. But then when I'm done, I'm done. So people are sometimes surprised when they get with me one-on-one and, and I'm just, you know, pretty, pretty chill, pretty mellow. Yeah, what you want to talk about, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it. Yes. Not not exciting, not thrilling, but I think it surprises a lot of people. Well, I'm surprised myself. So I I wouldn't have thought you as an introvert, but I can completely understand that because I am the same. Uh, And... And I'll, I'll tell you a quick story and I will also share the surprising fact about me <laughs> because I do have on my notes. Okay. Uh, so the, the day the book came out, right? Redesign your nine to five. And that is how much introvert and uncomfortable I am with being on the spotlight. Um, so the, the day the book came out, I just felt like hiding in a closet and just never coming out of that because everybody, because that is how because it's it's uncomfortable for me to uh you know getting that press recognition or whatever and you can say well that's you can say well that's because of imposter syndrome or whatever but it's just uncomfortable for me to be the center of attention and it's very much easier for me to put somebody else 
in the center of attention. So if, if it was my friend whose book was coming out, I would like on the rooftop and just making sure. But when it was me, I was like, no, 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 it's okay. It's fine. You know, don't, don't message me. Don't call me. I'm just okay. So that is how much introvert I am. And that is how uncomfortable I am. So I can completely relate to you that once we are done, you know, uh, sharing our gifts, I have to go back and recharge myself. I have to sit in my hermit mode and ask my questions and answers and all of that stuff. So, so the interesting fact about me is that I am, I'm basically training to get, become Bollywood dance coach. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know that, right? I, I love dancing. I love dancing and, uh, I, it has always been my, you know, go-to thing whenever I feel low and depressed and, whatever and I realized that this is a gift and I need to polish myself and I need to get trained and so during this corona thing uh, there came an opportunity where they were like well you know what you can get virtually certified on becoming a Bollywood dance coach and I was like this is amazing so (laughs) (laughs) see this is what I'm talking about every time I talk to you there's something new that's that's why I'll tell you right now I cannot dance anyone who knows me well knows I cannot I can barely spell dance much less get out there on the floor and do it good for you that's awesome that's awesome okay everybody start on time and on time cater to your buyers pay attention to your background Make sure you don't have people waiting. I could go on and on. Make sure that you understand you are the final product. It's not what's on a slide. It's not what's on the screen. You are the final product. Light up, shine brightly, give the audience what it came to get, and everybody wins. Malika, thank you so much. You've been fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed this entire session. I love speaking to everyone uh, who's listening. I didn't got a chance to speak with them, but I, I loved sharing all the nuggets and wisdom. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You're the best. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. See you next time. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>